This episode of the Anatomy of a Book podcast is brought to you by the Academic Book Promotion Toolkit, a comprehensive self-paced online course designed to help new and experienced academic authors create a plan and timeline for promoting a new book. With examples of over 30 marketing strategies for academic books, the Academic Book Promotion Toolkit is your step-by-step guide to the tools you need to create a personalized marketing plan that will help you share your book with the world. Learn more about the Academic Book Promotion Toolkit at katielinder.work projects. You're listening to The Anatomy of a Book, Episode 45. Academic writing is just a series of small steps that add up to big results. So why is it so hard? And why can publishing be so anticlimactic? And what's the deal with all the imposter syndrome feelings? In this podcast, I'm sharing a peek into the academic writing life, warts and all. Stick around to hear musings on writing, publishing, book marketing, and all things scholarly. Let's figure out this academic writing business together. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I thought I would talk a little bit about book websites. This is something that is really top of mind for me right now because I am starting to design the website for my forthcoming book that's coming out in um, late summer, early fall 2018. And I'm also starting to design the website for the book series that I edit as well. And I've never done a website for a book series before, but I have done a couple of websites in the past for my other books. So I thought I would talk a little bit about what I usually put on these websites and kind of some of the things I'm thinking about and how I even go about planning the websites. So just a little bit of a peek behind the scenes. So um, to give you a sense of what I've already done, and I'll link to these in the show notes, I have a website for my first book, which is just a subdomain off of my main professional website. And it's just a one-page scrolling site. So if you click on the menu items um, at the top of the page, you just get scrolled down to areas farther down the page. And it's a really simple site. There is a way for you to buy the book. You can see a couple little blurbs about the book. Um, You can read a little bit about what it's about. And there's a little bit about me and how to contact me. Um, Very, very simple. The second website I built for the Blended Course Design Workbook, which was my second book, Um, was a little bit more detailed. It is its own site. um, And again, I'll link to it, but it's at bcdworkbook.com, has its own domain name. And um, this this particular website has sections about the book that includes author information and blurbs and testimonials. There's a section for extras that includes links to audio extras, to some handouts that I created, to resources that are specifically for faculty developers, to a free webinar that I created for faculty developers that I recorded and posted there, and also to the virtual book tour that I did um, related to that book. And there's also a section on book updates um, on buying the book and then a contact uh, area as well. And this is kind of an older site design. Um, This was pre-me using Divi, um, which is a WordPress theme for a lot of my websites. So this is using a slightly different theme And I've just chosen not to update it. Um, I don't know that I will. Um, But for now, um, I'm I'm just kind of leaving it as is. And that book is also um, certainly still a focus of my speaking and workshop facilitation and things like that. But it's not um, something I'm really pushing uh, as much as this new book that's going to be coming out. So as I was starting to think about the new book's website, um, I have purchased a domain name already, which I will not share yet because I, I'm actually thinking I want the website to be part of the pre-sale giveaway. So I'm going to keep it under wraps for a little while. 
Um, but I wanted to kind of start sketching out what I think the general skeleton of the website will look like. And I did some literal sketching, like I got out some paper. And first I started with the menu. What are the things that I thought would be part of the menu? And I think it's going to be similar in some ways to the blended course design site and that there'll be an about section with author info and blurbs and testimonials. But then I plan to have another section that breaks down the resources and kind of the bonus um, extras by chapter. And I might even highlight in a special way the different people that I've profiled in the book. So I'm starting to think about that. And then one of the things I know I want to do on the site is to have glossary, um, a, a kind of digital glossary in a little bit of an accordion style. So you can click in and see, um, because I have a a long glossary at the end of the book with a lot of things that are hyperlinked, um, that I'd like to hyperlink on the site. Um, And one of the things that I really like about the Divi theme is it has a very modular look to it. Um, And if you go to my professional website, it uses Divi. Um, The How-To Academia uh, webinar series site also uses Divi that I designed. Um, One of my podcast sites uses Divi. So I can link to all of these sites in the show notes um, if you want to kind of get a sense of the look and feel of what I'm talking about. So I literally sketched um, kind of the different sections of each page. I just kind of um, did a little bit of a breakdown of like which modules I thought would go where, where did I think I would put things like the book trailer, um, which I'm hoping to house on the about page. I also want to incorporate into this website in some way, and I'm, I'm still trying to figure out where that might be, um, the videos that I created throughout the process of writing this book and linking to at least a few of them and then maybe linking out to my Google Plus account where I've housed all of that for people who are just kind of interested in learning a little bit more about the process that I went through when I did my writing retreats and um, also when I did my 30-day writing challenge last April. Um, So I'm still figuring it out and surely when I go into actually designing the site, um, it will be changed, you know, kind of from what I'm envisioning and when I'm doing these rough sketches. Um, But I'm also kind of thinking about creating video introductions for each chapter, uh, especially to talk about some of the bonus resources that I've put into that particular page. And I want to think about what those video introductions will look like, if they will be um, like me actually on camera, or if it's going to be more of like a voiceover PowerPoint or a voiceover screenshot where I'm sharing kind of what's on the actual website page and talking about it. So that will probably come together more when I actually realize what I what it is I'm actually putting on these pages. Like, what am I linking to in terms of like links, multimedia, whatever it might be. The other thing I'm thinking that could be kind of fun is to have a page that just is about the people who I profiled in the book. So I'll probably be reaching out to them to get headshots and um, just putting like brief descriptions on the website and also all the places that they can be found online. Because I include that in the book, but obviously it's hard to kind of link to those kinds of things in the book. So it'd be nice if I could kind of hyperlink to that on the website itself. So those are some of the thoughts that I have just kind of getting started with this website. And One of the things I think that's important to note is it is well over six months before the book is actually out that I'm thinking about this. But because the book has a cover and the catalog is going um, live relatively soon, that means that pre-sale can happen um, relatively soon as well. So I want to make sure that I am ready for that because the pre-sale push and kind of the giveaway is definitely going to be related to the website as being a special bonus. 
The other thing I'm thinking about, and I I need to kind of work out the details um, probably sooner rather than later, is how I want to tie in the next year's How to Academia webinars with this book, because I know I'm going to be presenting on topics related to the book. And I'm thinking about doing some kind of special where people can get a free copy of the book or um, even multiple copies of the book if they sign up for this series or for the institutional membership. So that's something I still need to work out. um, But I feel like I have a little bit more time um, to figure that out. Okay, so that is the book website for my book that's coming out. You're going to hear me turning pages because I have these other notes for this series. And the series website is a little bit different because I'm going to have, over time, multiple books that are going to be in this series. And we're launching in 2018 with two. We probably will have four in 2019. So eventually, like very quickly, there's going to be six books that are a part of the series. And I need to be able to feature not only the books, but each of the authors. And if the authors want to include any kind of bonus resources, I need to make sure that I have that available as well. So I'm kind of trying to think about how to build out that site um, with the idea of keeping it relatively standardized, like each of the book pages looking relatively similar. The books also have like signature colors that are associated with them. And so I think I can really utilize that um, in certain parts of the site to tell, to basically show you're on a different page or you're in a different area of the site that's related to that book because it's going to have those color highlights in it. Um, But my goal is to make it so that the authors do not have to create their own sites. You know, like I want to be able to house everything here if we can. So it, it certainly is going to depend on what they want to create. But I went ahead and scheduled a preliminary call with the first two authors um, for a couple weeks from now to start kind of brainstorming and thinking about what they want so I can take that into account as I'm building out the site. So I think it's really important for folks to have websites. If you can't kind of tell that already, um, I think it's important for them to have a home base And this is actually a webinar that I gave um, last fall for the Textbook and Academic Authors Association talking about how you can't really control the publisher's web presence for your book. Um, They're going to have their own website, their own look, their own brand, and they're really going to be trying to sell all the books that they have um, and not necessarily, you know, really focus in on your particular book. And as much as I love my publisher, I definitely want to control the look and feel of the book site and have a place where I can post a lot of extras and just have a lot of control over how my potential readers and how the readers of the book really engage with the book and the extras that I'm creating. So as I'm as I'm kind of getting these sites up and off the ground, I'll certainly check in um, about any changes I'm kind of thinking of making. But for now, that's kind of what I'm thinking about. Um, and I'm planning to actually start the design. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I've got some travel and other projects coming up. So I, I would imagine I, as I'm recording this, um, we're getting toward the end of January of 18. Um, I'm hoping to have site builds done, I don't know, maybe within the next month or two. Um, and at least skeletons, and especially for the Thrive site, um, the series site, so I can share it with the other authors and see what they think. And then closely on the tail of this, I've got um, the site to build for book number four, which we're writing right now. We did have a check-in call today. Things are going very well um, in terms of getting that done. And um, that's going to be pretty speedy, I think, on the heels of book number three. So wanting to start thinking about that as well. So as you can hear, I do maintain a lot of websites. Um, I have several for my podcasts and things like that as well. 
And that's actually what my partner, um, my life partner and my business partner really helps me with is that backend management of those sites and making sure that I can secure domain names and that all of the the sites I have are secure and updated. Um, That's a big part of what he does. And at this point, I would say I probably have, um, I don't know, maybe a dozen um, domain names, probably more. And in terms of active sites, I would say I have um, I'm just kind of counting quickly in my head, um, probably around 10, maybe 8 to 10 different sites that we manage. So um, it's definitely adding to the the load of our website management to add in these sites. Um, but I think book websites, when you've got a lot going on, um, it's too much to put into a professional website. I think it really does need its own space. So um, if you're thinking about a book website, um, this is actually one of the services that I offer through my side business is designing websites for folks, um, whether it's a professional site or a book website, and would love to talk to you about that. So feel free to contact me. Um, you can reach me at contact at katielinder.work and all, or visit my professional website at katielinder.work where you can learn more about the website creation services we provide. If you have questions about how I'm designing these websites or kind of what I'm thinking about, please feel free to reach out as well at contact at katielinder.work and um, happy to provide updates as I go along. So thank you so much for checking in with this week's episode of The Anatomy of a Book. I'll be back next week offering another update. Show notes and transcripts for each episode of The Anatomy of a Book can be found at anatomyofabook.com. That's anatomyofabook.com. If you like the anatomy of a book, please consider leaving the show a review in iTunes. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And tell your friends and colleagues. The best promotion for the show is definitely word of mouth. You can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast and the You've Got This podcast. Both are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. I also produce a free weekly email newsletter called The Academic Creative, that focuses on topics like productivity, resilience, and creativity. Subscribe to this newsletter at katielinder.work to get it delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you want to learn even more about my work and projects, visit my website at katielinder.work. Thanks for listening.